listening to the Living BDSM Podcast, episode 265. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who can't even tell when he's pouting, but this professional powder can tell That was a, a freaking grimace, girl. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> can you grimace with your voice? I think so. I think we just found out. <laughs> Do the intro. <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> Today... Uh, we're talking about how we're coming out of the other side of a stressful situation known as the plague and achieving, or working towards, I should say, new goals and getting back to ourselves a bit, as you can tell through this intro, uh, and also dealing with other stressors because life is stress, stress is life, all through the context of shared goals, teamwork, and dealing with stress, topics we've covered in the past. But this time we're going to combine them all into this is what's going on with us and how we're handling it. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. And I apologize, it is always like this. <laughs> Run now while you can. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every now Tuesday and Friday, ha ha ha, for your kinky pleasure and education. <laughs> and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please uh, leave a review. Let others know what you think. If you listen on any other podcast, feel free to share your favorite episodes uh, with your kinky community. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, <laughs> LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream this episode every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big shout out as always to our kinky patrons on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We thank you. We thank you for your support. We thank you for being there. Uh, every time I'm like, Emma, do we even know what we're doing anymore? Are people like are still talking to us and joining us through Patreon? I'm like, okay, okay, maybe we do know what we're doing a little bit because people <laughs> seem to like it. Um, the Tuesday podcast episodes, uh, if you have had a chance to listen to any of those, they're brought to you directly by Patreon because we would not be doing that without that kind of support. So. Thank y'all. If you would like to become a kinky patron and help us do this weird thing we do on the internet and also get more stuff that you just don't get anywhere else, an extra podcast episode, a live stream, a discord server, stuff, stuff, stuffity, stuff, stuff, stuff. Uh, you can join us on Patreon for as little as $2 <laughs> per month, or if you pay for the year, it's like $22 uh, for the whole year. If you do the lowest tier, you can do that at patreon.com slash Lords. That's patreon.com slash Lords, or use the link in the show notes or find the link at lovingbdsm.net, which is our website. Okay, so before we get into the topic, uh, this is your weekly reminder that JB owns a weapons of ass destruction shop called The Kinkery. It's thekinkery.com. <laughs> I'm actually in the process of adding new products and will be yeah. a shop elf this week doing new products. Yeah. Um, we're adding colored stain called Unicorn Spit to some of our basic like red oak paddles. And I have the entire rainbow now. <laughs> yes, and so she does. I'm starting with single colors, but I have in my head mm -hmm. hopes for a rainbow stained paddle. Cool. I don't know how long it'll take me to get there, but that that is coming. So if you're like, I like colorful things, give us a hot minute. We're working mm -hmm. on it. But if you're like, I like hitty things, haha, the kinkery.com is the place for you. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Now, um, I did want to give a light content warning, not because I think we're going to get in, into anything too heavy, but we are going to like touch on subjects that can be hard for people. So 
I don't think we're getting into a lot of depth, but I figured mm. I would let you know yeah. at the top of this, we are definitely mentioning health, doctor's visits, weight loss, eating plans, health concerns, exercise. If you're like, I, I just can't, I just can't, then you feel free to skip this one. It's fine. We're talking about it in the context of things we're, things we've gone through and things we're trying to do to help ourselves and that we're kind of excited to be doing. Mm-hmm. I think we're also uh, a little a little salty about it, but that's okay. I mean, I walk <laughs> around kind of salty just in general. When aren't you salty? I know, right? Yeah. Um, but I also get that sometimes that's a little much for people. So I'd rather True. tell you up front that that will True. be sprinkled in throughout because it's the that's like part of the context of what we're talking about. So mm-hmm. there you go. If you want to opt out, it's cool. It's fine. No hard feelings. It really. So um, we do have as the backdrop for this week's episode, the plague outside. I do think though that that's just the current backdrop. I think we went through something very similar after your sister died. I think we've gone through similar things after I've had family stuff go on. I mean, Mm -hmm. my my mom and my aunt both had breast cancer scares within like six months of one another. Like that was a lot at the time, right? So what I, the difference is right now is one, I feel very cognizant of what we're going through and I feel like I'm leaning into it to pay attention to it. I think, that part of what makes our power exchange a good partnership for us is that this is kind of how we handle stress. Mm-hmm. So um, I also understand that some people might not relate to this simply because your power exchanges are either more casual or they're just not um, as connected, maybe because you have to live in different places or that's one of multiple partners you have or whatever. I get that. I, I Hopefully there's something to be gleaned even if you're not married or living together or in a 24-7 or, or whatever the case might be. This is one of those where this is definitely our perspective and we mm-hmm. recognize that. We know this won't apply to everybody. So this is a, a little, like, I feel like it's a little chaotic because it's not a linear, this happened, then this happened, then this happened, uh, but I wanna try and tell it that way. Yeah. So the first thing that happened was the plague hit. We did an episode on that when it happened because we, we could kind of suppose some of the things that might happen for people in ways that people would need to, to change, especially if they had their relationship changed from being something where you just didn't live together, but you saw each other whenever you could to essentially a long distance relationship. Um, but, um, um, yeah, so we, we did that. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Y'all. Um, everybody reacted, reacts to the plague differently. And I, mm-hmm. and that's to a certain extent, I think that's fine. When I say to a certain extent, I'm, uh, giving side eye to the people who acted like there was no plague. I'm, I'm not impressed, but, um, everybody had their own reaction. Everybody had their own mm-hmm. reality. We are very fortunate. We work from home. We worked from home before this. So we, what we did was we basically hibernated. And the way we hibernated. You just went about business as usual. I, I lost myself. Well, <laughs> yes, because I didn't want to leave the damn house. But no, I know what I did. I buried myself in work. How mm-hmm. many things did I release professionally in 2020? Yeah. Ooh, that's what I do when I get stressed out. Mm-hmm. I buried myself in work. I also, weirdly, I knew a lot of people who were like, I have this time now. I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to start walking. I'm going to start blah, blah, blah. And I was like, actually, I'm just going to sit on the couch a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I actually want to move less 
through this. And that was my response. And some people do, a lot of people did have that response. Yeah. And other people had the opposite. You kind of had that response too. True. And we mutually, because this is who we are outside of the plague, outside of stressful situations, we both ate our feelings. Oh, yeah. Uh, I... And not in a healthy way. Not in a healthy way. I can see it. I can go back a year and a half, two years ago, and look at a video. And I look at a video now, and I'm like, oh, I think I'm carrying the equivalent of a small child right now. All in my chin and my my (laughs) stomach. Um, And I, I felt bad, and I didn't feel bad. We, I think, mutually decided, without talking about it, that we were just going to... We were just going to lubricate our feelings with things that tasted good Mm -hmm. because there was a plague outside. Yeah. Um, And I knew in the middle of all of that that I wasn't feeling good, that I didn't like how it made me feel. But I also just couldn't be bothered to care. There was too much going on. Mm -hmm. And you pick your damn battles. And I think that's just how things work in stress. Stressful situations anyway. You do what you can do. You pick your fucking battles and you leave the rest to the side. I think, yeah. yeah. And anybody who's, you know, whether you've gone back and watched or listened to, to old episodes or you've been on this through the plague, you we've talked about this. So what has happened recently is we're both fully vaccinated now. We are uh, mm-hmm. impatiently watching the news for the age limits to drop and or kids to hit their birthday so that they can go get vaccinated. And then I think I will breathe easier. Um, still take precautions, but uh, mm. less stressed about it. Um, but at the same time, the moment I got my first shot, and I think you were a little bit like this too, I just, I won't say I felt hopeful. It's not like the skies opened up and I heard angels singing, but something eased up a bit. I, I think I know for me, the best way to describe it would be like, okay, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah, and I I think I can go back and look at that feeling Mm -hmm. and and recognize that's what it was. But at the time, I was not conscious of that feeling. Here's how I knew something was different. Prior to to moving to this area when we moved in 2019, I'd been really good about getting everybody into the doctor. You know, I Mm -hmm. made your appointments, I made my appointments, never skipped an annual. Like we, everybody went to the doctor like they were supposed to. Then we just moved to the area and the the stress of moving and then our insurance changed. And then there was a plague. I put off doctor's appointments for everybody for two plus years. Two plus years easily, yeah. And it's one of those things, and I, I don't know how many other people can relate, but the more I think about a thing I desperately need to do, and yet I continue to avoid that thing that I desperately need to do, the more stressed out and bad I feel <laughs> about the thing I need to do, which then only makes me avoid the thing more. <laughs> like it doesn't, it, when I get into that headspace, mm-hmm. you you probably could have dumbed me. You probably could have been like, baby girl, go make those phone calls, go do that research. Yeah. I'm, I might have done that, I might have pushed back. But you were also in that same headspace, which is why I guess one thing I can say is whatever side of the slash you're on, you can't always just depend on the other side to push you mm-hmm. within the role to do something. Because sometimes right. you're stuck in that place together and you just, you're just going to go through it together. But the moment I got that first shot, I was, I spent three hours. I did the quick research. 
and I and it was quick research because I'd actually been researching and I would find names and then mm -hmm. I would my anxiety would kick in of how do I know this is the right one and how come they don't have any reviews online that I can read and what if this person and I would catastrophize a lot. Um, <laughs> but I got that very first shot, and weirdly, it's like my social anxiety lifted a little bit. It didn't. I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to talk to anybody. But I could make a phone call mm -hmm. for the first time in a long time. I just made a phone call. I didn't do a lot of like rehearsal in my head. I didn't do a lot of, you know, stress eating. I didn't do a lot of pacing. I didn't like think about it and think about it and think about it to the point I overthought about it before I could make, I just did it. Yeah. And from that point, things have gotten more stressful in different ways, but also- It snowballed. It snowballed, it snowballed in good and-, and Both, yeah, in- In ways, it snowballed in ways. Yeah. Um, because that was weirdly, I always thought our first entry back into, out of this stressful period of life would be going out to eat at a restaurant. That was actually not our first entry. <laughs> our first <laughs> entry was a doctor's appointment. Uh, I feel like we're doing this wrong, um, but- I, I did, I felt lighter somehow. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember that feeling after other past stressful moments, but I know I must have had it. There's a point where you, you kind of think this is just how it is now, this is how I feel. And then something, there's a catalyst and there's a lightening of the load. Mm -hmm. And it, and I feel like we kind of, I lightened up quicker than you did. Yes. And I do. Have you had that moment where you've kind of gone? I don't know what's different, but I, I feel nominally better, and I and maybe this isn't so bad. Um. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I. I, I think I've. I've. Come over the the crest. You had me so to worried speak. because I was like, oh, well, you're getting vaccinated. You should be in a, a better mood. Because, like we said, in the mm -hmm. context of this, the current stressor is the plague, but it yeah. can be any stressor. So. You got your your shot, your first shot. Okay, that should be better, and it it wasn't. You were you you were not no. You weren't well, better. Well, and for, it's yeah. only until actually after we went to the restaurant the first time. Yeah, that then you were better. Mm-hmm. Um, it it took something that actually was a a, a bit jarring mm. to me to 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 break through that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Because um. Gosh, I, I can't think of the word now that that everybody's been using for the fugue stake that we've been in, um, languishing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and that's how I have felt. And it was actually after my doctor's visit that this kind of just. Yeah, and I, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I feel like my load lightened out of some sense of hope even though i would not have recognized that and yeah. yours has lightened because you're feeling petty and i'm here for it i'm here for it a petty jb as long as it's not directed at me is a fun jb because yeah. you've got something to prove now and that is your catalyst mm -hmm. for some of these this teamwork and goal stuff we're about to talk about yeah so yeah uh i just was I was, I'm still not ready to be around people. I still, I'm still struggling with some of that, but I'm getting better. But some of my own internal stuff is getting easier. Like I have over the past couple of weeks, not eaten my feelings as much as I normally do. Yeah. 
I'm not 100% sure I'll ever be cured of that, thanks. Um, <laughs> but I haven't felt the need to eat my feelings in the way that I was at the height of the plague. Um, whereas you have been... So part of what I, I've always appreciated about you as both just a person and a partner, but also as my dominant, is you are typically a person of action. Mm -hmm. Once you set on a decision or a course, we're going to do this thing. I'm when, do once this I thing, have a plan in place, you move forward. Right. And the past year has been not that at all. No. And for, for some obvious reasons, we couldn't. Right. You didn't. Everything was uncertain. Stress. Mm -hmm. Life was insane. We were staying in the house. Well, but you know, it's nice to have that back as and I'm and saying. and we've we've kind of touched on this. You know, the the big difference for me is that I have always been the person that has used been used to going out and about, being right. being among people, going out to do things, going here, going there. You know, I'm and and when that was taken away from me, that that crushed me. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I am not a a textbook extrovert yeah um i i consider myself more of an ambivert mm -hmm. all right i i like going out to to workshops to to different things but then there comes a point where okay time for me to be home time for my quiet place and mm -hmm. you know recharge and and it was very hard to have that taken away from me mm -hmm. and while i have enjoyed uh, numerous uh, symposiums and, and different things through Zoom, um, you know, or online um, variations, um, it, to me it's not the same. Right. And and I, I think that's, I think we, I, we can collectively go, yeah, we know. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, many of us have gone through our own version of that. And so I feel like, that's the thing I'm noticing is the things that became normal, um, like you not taking action, like you waffling on your plans. You know, I am mm -hmm. used to you taking a while to formulate a plan. You're a great researcher. I like that about you. <laughs> uh, but typically you would do the research and you go, okay, here's the plan. Let's move forward. And right. This messed with you in such a way that you were hesitant. And part of it, it was the necessity of life. There's certain things we had to be hesitant yeah. on. But sometimes it wasn't. It was just, mm, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Maybe I need more research. And and while it didn't negatively impact me, like I didn't think you were less dominant. It didn't harm our relationship. It made complete sense within the context of what we were dealing with. Yeah. And I was right there with you. Quite frankly, this baby girl was like, please, please take your time deciding that you want to do this new thing that we now mm -hmm. do, where you made me walk two miles last night and I'm still kind of tired. Uh, <laughs> but to see, it's one of those things where when you're living in it, it starts to feel normal. You might not notice that things are different until they go back to the way they were. Mm -hmm. And you going, yes, we have a plan. Yes, we're going to do this thing. I think... I I knew something had changed when, uh, after a recent doctor's appointment, we'll probably get into that in a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, you were like, I think I'm going to take this supplement. And I'm like, okay. And what I expected was you to like come home and like watch some videos and read some articles. <laughs> and you came home and went, I bought the supplement. And I was like, oh, that was fast. Now, I still know you did your research and you, oh, yeah. you know, you did your, you did what you do. Mm -hmm. But there was a decisiveness to you that I had not realized I was missing mm -hmm. as both partner and just submissive 
yeah. until it showed up. And now also I'm a little scared as a submissive because decisive daddy means, <laughs> oh, shit, I'm not going to get to wiggle out of things anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me give a little backstory here. Um, probably in my early to mid-40s, I have had back problems pretty much all my life. I think first time I ever had an incident with my back, I was like 25, 26, but it was in my early 40s, early to mid-40s, that my back finally decided, you're going to notice I'm here. Mm-hmm. And my doctor um, did what she does, and she referred me to an orthopedic. Mm-hmm. Um, orthopedic gave me pain pills and muscle relaxers and sent me to see a surgeon. And this was years ago. Years ago. This was years ago. And, and basically, their idea was I was going to be on pain pills and muscle relaxers until the time comes that I need surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And I was like, I don't think so. I don't like this. I don't like the way it makes me feel. I don't like the way it makes me, you know, just be in general. And I looked for other options. I did do some uh, physical therapy, which helped to a certain degree. Um, Got a TENS unit, which helped. And much to my doctor's chagrin, I found out about chiropractors. And I know there are people who do not like chiropractors in any way, shape, or form. But... um, other than once in a while having to take some ibuprofen, I have not been in enough pain that I need, that I say, you know, to the point that I need pain pills or, or muscle relaxers. And it has been years. Mm-hmm. Um, getting an adjustment has been, when I need it, is an amazing thing. And it's, it's not a, a constant thing. It's not, you know, I go one time and then I have to go again and again and again. I go once or twice, get an adjustment, and I'm right as rain again. You know, so, you know, when I went to this new doctor, um, first thing, um, apparently with the pandemic, um, insurance companies are asking that people fill out a mental health form. Mm. All right. You had to do it the second I time. Mean, mm. Yeah. At, yeah. The second time you went, you did have to do it. And, and I answered it honestly. And the doctor, as I'm about ready to leave, pulls me into the room and says, are you okay? well as I can be, and he goes, I'm going to write you a script for depression. For medication. Yeah. For antidepressants. Yeah. And, and let us stop here. We do not have a problem with medication right. for, now, for any of those things. Depression, anxiety, and if you need it, take it, please. please exactly. There, there are people who do need it, and, and it helps them, and, and that is great. What threw me is the fact that without even knowing me, without even really talking to me. Right. Not actually diagnosing you with anything. Yeah. He was like, here's a script. And I was like, no, I I don't need that. Right. And 
and that was the first catalyst mm -hmm. that that kind of gave me that that step mm -hmm. and it just kind of went from there yeah at this point i think there have been times in your again medical context because this is what this is all centering around there have been times where i think you had something to not to prove to a doctor but sort of to prove to yourself to mm -hmm. go is this as bad as they say it is? Can I handle this in another way? Here's my preferred right. path. This time with this new doctor, which thankfully at the medical center we're going to, there are dozens of doctors mm -hmm. to choose from, and we will switch if necessary. I think I think we're figuring out it's going to be necessary for you. Um, I feel like it's you don't have anything to prove to yourself at this point. I think you have something to prove to this doctor. <laughs> Sadly, this doctor who will likely not remember you the next time you come in. Like right. he barely remembered you two and a week, two weeks later. But um, so your urge when something is going on medically is to mm -hmm. try and find a more homeopathic, natural, yes. you know, path that if medication is required medication is required if, that's if, fine if, if that's, it is it is right yeah. if, if surgery is required on something that's mm -hmm. it's okay fine if we've got access to it we will take advantage of it right um and so yeah weirdly your like assertive self which i've mostly been missing but as a spoiled <laughs> baby girl i mean not really uh came back in response <laughs> i know <laughs> came back in response to this doctor yeah like you have something to fucking prove mm -hmm. now I, was i talking you up and was i bigging you up when you came home yes yes i was i was like that's some bullshit let me show you some resources <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> so i was not helping because yeah. it's, i am the the little uh cartoon character at the back going yeah you can do it you can Right. Uh, not getting out there in, in front myself. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, when you went back for a second appointment um, with no history other than a current blood test, they, he wanted you to be on like a statin for your heart. He literally mm -hmm. said the words, you are a you are a heart attack waiting to happen. And that did freak you out. Oh, big time. And then I got angry. Now, I am not a doctor. I'm not a medical professional. I do not rely on Dr. Google, but I have done, <laughs> I've tried to educate myself on things that I can educate myself on. And based on what we were looking at, I was like, do you have things you need to work on? Yes. Mm -hmm. Could this be a concern? Well, sure. You know, Are you a walking heart attack? That man needs to back the fuck up. I'm about to, yeah. as my 15 year old would say, go throw hands. I don't know what mm -hmm. that means, but I was going to do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I did not see my numbers at that point. All right. And it wasn't until later that he gave me the paperwork um, there is no denying certain numbers are not what they should right. be. Right. We need to work on that um, for sure. For sure. They are um, borderline high. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not like, right. you know, out of the ballpark. They are a little bit above mm -hmm. what they should be, mm -hmm. the high point of what they should be. And, yeah, and, you know, when, when he told me about this medication the not even the side effects because the way that this is, was presented to me this medication will do these things mm -hmm. not even as possible yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and i was like oh no <laughs> no but here's the difference had this happened six months ago i don't think you would have had this response this is sort of this is the coming out of a, a major stressor in mm -hmm. this case the plague and 
a few months ago, you would have handled. I, I really believe you would have handled that differently. Your headspace was in, it was different. Right. Um, something about it fired you up. <laughs> hey, if, if if feeling petty and wanting to prove a point yeah. gets you fired up, I'm here for it. Because what it did <laughs> was it lit a fire under us that hasn't existed in at least a year. Right. Maybe longer because there was other stuff going on prior to. Well, I mean, the COVID, the thing, but... the one thing that had me a little um, niggled in the back was when the first time I went, when I saw my my weight, um, I have put on. You know, not a lot, but I have gained 20, 25 pounds sure. from but you have, the prior year. You have the, the inner workings. You will um, fart hard and you'll have dropped five pounds. <laughs> I will look at a plate of pasta and gain five pounds. This yeah. is how we work here. So, so you know, he, he never once mentioned options to get things under no, control without he medication. Just medicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I did some looking and yes, I, what the things that are wrong can be dealt with between changing my diet, which I know I need to change my diet, especially after the past year, the way I've been eating. Yeah. You ate all your feelings. I, and I ate all, all of your feelings. feelings tasted like mocha. <laughs> and milkshakes and yeah. Chocolate milkshakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, yeah, I, I did it to myself. Sure. And and I and I, I don't I, I don't like how you kind of say that. Yes, that is a factual statement, but also the stress of life means that sometimes you take pleasure where you can find mm-hmm. it and it and that that was a, a, a way that you coped. Was it the healthiest way? Probably not. No. Was it the worst thing you could have done? No. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. So I um I think that yes, we recognize that that's that is what happened. I mean, I was eating potatoes for the first time in like years. I was eating bread again. Like I coped in my own way. But that's a very like that's 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 the that was the catalyst. So I had to get a first shot and hadn't even been fully vaccinated yet and was feeling feeling some hope. Uh, you had to get. I think it came at the right time, though. I think pre-vaccine, pre in the middle of the pandemic, you would not have handled this the same way because you started that visit very nervous. You went into that doctor's visit very nervous and, mm-hmm. and unsure because, you know, we know chronic stress messes us up. We right. know we know we had not been active at all for a minimum of a year. We know that can mess you up. Like there's all these things. So mm-hmm. um, now it's like, okay, that's the stress part. That's the thing we went through. And we have gone through other types of stress before. And I think even though I wasn't aware of it at the time, we have come, we've, there's been a catalyst for each of us where we're coming out of it. Yeah. We just are aware of it this mm-hmm. time. Now it's like, okay, what are we going to do? And that is where the, what I like beyond the fuckery and the kink, what I like best about the two of us, that finally felt like it was snapping back into place. And that mm-hmm. was our ability to work together as a team and yeah. to set goals and then to work together. And we're only on early days, so we will definitely like, there will be blips, there will be moments that didn't work out. <laughs> but we are working as a unit right now, whereas yeah. we have tried during the stressful times to maintain that unit. But y'all have heard us talk about the fact that you know, our, our dynamic still exists because it's just always there, mm-hmm. but it's a lot lighter. Our fuckery's been out the fucking window. My libido's down the fucking drain. Your libido kind of went with it. We yeah. were just on a, on a low end there. Mm-hmm. You know, maintaining that 
this is the best of who we are as kinksters. First of all, if you managed it and you continue to manage it in stressful times, I am very happy for you. Right? And I think that's wonderful. I also think that if, you know, there's probably a majority of us that know that's not what happens and things start to fall apart. Mm-hmm. It's why I think we always go back to no matter what kind of relationship you have, uh, the idea of just genuinely liking that human being underneath the kink is important because sometimes the kink will fail you. And what have you got left? And in our case, we genuinely enjoy each other's company. We lo- we can work together really well. We communicate really well. And if we might be pissed off that the kink is nowhere in sight, yeah, but we can but, get through it, right? As if, as long as we're I assuming mean, we've, it's temporary. We've we've often said, you know, early on in the beginning, we, our relationship, if for whatever reason kink were to be out of our life, we would still have a solid relationship mm-hmm. because of of what we have built together from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and so what's kind of interesting is that now we're coming out of the stressful time and the kink is very, very slowly and the sex and the fuckery is very slowly coming back, like drips and drabs. Mm. Like this is not like there's no uh, avalanche or flood or waterfall, this stuff is a little bit at a time. Yeah. But the working together part, I have been... <sighs> I mean, I've maybe this is too strong a word, but I've almost been exhilarated by it. Like, I am annoyed that I have to go get hot and sweaty now because we're back to walking for the first time in just over a year. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm I'm not upset at the dietary changes we're making, but also that always just makes me want other foods more. Mm-hmm. But it's easier because one, as a submissive, I'm like, I'm accountable to you now. You're gonna ask mm-hmm. uncomfortable questions where six months ago. You would not have asked those Mm-mm. uncomfortable questions. Mm-mm. You'd have been like, can I have a bowl of that too? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's there's a little Oh, you bit want of, another Diet Coke? Yeah, here, have your here, fourth one for the day. Here, it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's in a 40-ounce cup. It's, it's fine. Um, and so, so on one level, it's exciting because it's like, yes, this feels like us again. Mm-hmm. But then there's that baby girl side of me that's like, but I kind of liked getting my way, <laughs> even though my way was not the healthy way. Well, not the best way. My yeah. way was my coping mechanisms, and that's mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's nice. So it's and again, like everything, it's happening in small ways. So part yeah. of what we're doing. So he got these results. Uh, my results were not not at the level yours were. With, I had some blood work done, but the mine were not great. Mine could have been better. Um, and we are talking about, you know, are there supplements we can safely take? We're, we're mm-hmm. looking into that. We know what dietary changes we need to make oh, because yeah. we were there over a year ago. We just got to get back there. Then we realized that the last time we went on a walk was right before we bought this house we're living in because we, we walked to this to house. to it from the house we were renting. And that was a very long walk. Mm-hmm. And that's when we realized we, that it had been just over a year because we've lived in the house uh, almost a year now. Yeah. So, um... We uh, we know what we need to do, and we're doing it. And we we've the plan was there because it's basically go back to what we were doing. Maybe make some tweaks. I think we're taking mm-hmm. more supplements than we took last time. Yeah, but it's the way the DS is coming out outside. Like that's the big broad. That's the that's the goal, and we're doing it as a team. And here we go. It's the way the 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 power exchange is coming out in little ways. So here's one of them. We've talked about this before. When we, when we walk anywhere, walk in a parking lot, walk to the car, walk, I am on 
This is your right side, right? I'm mm -hmm. on your right side. Yeah. That's the side I walk on. Now, when we're walking down the road to get some exercise, we're often walking in places where there are no sidewalks. So a couple things. One, if a car is coming at us, I get behind him. If I tried to stand yeah. in front of him, he would like knock me mm -hmm. to the ground and be like, get your ass back there. I walk behind him and then it is my job to catch back up when I get, like you don't slow down. I extend my stride. And this is such a weird, weird thing, but I'm like, look at me being all submissive. I have to catch up to my daddy. And I have, <laughs> that happened the other day. And I was like, I mean, now my legs are burning y'all. I think we're on an incline. He is not slowing down. He walks faster than I do. And I'm like, oh my God, I gotta catch up to him. And I, like for a minute I wasn't. But when I did, I realized it was it was this DSC thing where you, just knew I was gonna do that. You didn't look back, you didn't ask. You knew, cause you knew I knew that mm -hmm. that's my job. So that was this really cool thing to find this moment of power exchange in what to all outward appearances is a very mundane thing and also is not something we've actually talked about. Then this is one we did have to talk about cause I was like, wait, I'm trying to follow the rules and you're making me not follow the rules and I'm confused. So I walk on the right side, right? Well, we make a turn onto like a bit a highway, um, but there was a sidewalk, by mm -hmm. the way. And you are now on my right, and I'm on your left, and I'm like, but this is wrong. And you're like, on this road, it's not. <laughs> you are staying on the inside. I will walk on the outside. He's like, because he, he said, then I, if something happens, I can push you out of the way. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I will grab your arm. <laughs> You're coming with me. We will save one another. This is how this works. Okay. Um, but it was, it was that easy power exchange we'd had for so long. It wasn't, a, mm -hmm. I mean, and I think some of that easy power exchange comes with, um, several factors. There's length of time you've been together. There's your comfort level with each other. There's just the way you interact with each other. And sometimes that comes with time and sometimes it's just like how you naturally interact with one another. Mm -hmm. And we, partly because of what we do here on the internet, but we had spent so much time talking about very specific things that either were or were not happening in our power exchange that we either wanted to or did not want to be happening in our power exchange. Yeah that it, there were times when the power exchange felt like work because we were having to actively work at it. Mm -hmm. And this was a moment we just slipped into it. And I have like a record scratch moment in my brain sometimes. When it's kind of like riding a bicycle. You know, you I never- for you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> because what happens to me is it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to minimize like the multiple personalities, but it's a little bit like there's a split in my brain and there's one part of my brain that's like, I love this. I'm going to be the best submissive ever. Yay. And then there's a part of me going, wait, what? Wait, we're doing that now? Wait, but I, mm -hmm. I want to do what I want to do, but I don't really want to do what I want to do. So like if we're, we're portioning out the sides <laughs> of my brain, it's like a small side of me that goes, what? And the bigger part of me is like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and there is, I'm sure it happens to all kinksters of any part of, you know, part of the side of the slash. But one thing that happens to me a lot when, and I've noticed it more often, when I go a long time without doing something that I deem something that makes, you know, part of my submission yeah. and I have to restart it back up, mm -hmm. I get very anxious about it. Huh. I'm like, can I handle this? Can I do this? Am I gonna still like this? This seems hard. Do I have to do this? I don't want to do a hard thing. But uh, and there's a little bit of push and pull in my head. Yeah. Now 
thankfully so far, the submissive side has won out. And, and if the submissive side of me could not win out, I know enough to know that, that means we have to have a conversation about how I probably, that that's not gonna work for me anymore for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Now I'm curious, slipping back into that, did you notice we slipped back into that? And do you get that feeling of, of hesitation when we, now that we have started kind of reverting back to some of our old patterns and ways that are very power exchange. I, I don't know. I didn't have any, there, there was no hesitation. Um, it just seemed very natural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I mean, like, you know, telling you, yeah, we are going to be walking after dinner at sure. night. Sure, No ifs, ands, or buts. And, you know, when I started doing my research to see if there were alternatives to try and manage this, you know, mm -hmm. manage things. And there are, you know, I came to you and said, look, okay, I, I did this um, foundation work up to this point. Mm -hmm. I want you to look into these different supplements. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. See what you can find. Um, you know, I told you I am going back on my diet, the way I ate, yeah, we don't, for when we say, I think we need to clarify, when we say the word mm -hmm. diet, we don't mean like do this for 30 days and you never, and never have to do it again. We mean it as in diet, as in this is how we eat on a daily basis right. for as long as we can. Not the temporary, like a slim fast diet or a cabbage mm -hmm. soup diet. No, 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 no. We're like, these are, these are our dietary plans for the mm -hmm. long haul. And we are low carb. Yeah. I'm trying to kind of get back to keto. You just want to be low carb. Because we know yeah. that works for us. We know that mm -hmm. works very well for us. Yeah. yeah. So. And and no, it there there wasn't any hesitation on my part. As a matter of fact, I was more shocked at how easily I went back into that. Was it was it something you were aware of as it was happening though? Yes. Like, could you feel yeah. it? Yes. Did it yes. feel good? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I like about this. So I recognize this. And again, yes, the plague is an overwhelming stress, but I know we've, we went through it and all the other stressors we've gone mm -hmm. through in our relationship so far. There is that muddling through, just trying to get through day to day where there isn't always room for any of that kind of stuff. And then something happens and you have room for it in your head again. And then it becomes like a snowball effect because I, your energy has changed over the past four or five days. And you have, and it's, and I'm having to adjust mm -hmm. um, because I had gotten very used to you not asserting your authority. Uh, you not saying making demands, but it's all consensual. Like you going, <laughs> oh, this is what's going to happen. I had gotten very used to deferring to you, asking, but basically going my own way. Mm -hmm. And on a lot of levels, I like that. We've had that conversation. <laughs> but the interpersonal, interrelationship stuff, it, mm -hmm. For a long time, it used to be where you would like, you're going to do this and I'm going to do that. And this is the order it's going to happen. And then it stopped. And now I'm like, oh, okay. And it, I can almost feel the gears are not just grinding in my head. They're literally shifting and readjusting <laughs> because it's, a, I want to be careful how I say this. It's not that it's, I'm less independent, but it, there's a little bit of less independent thinking in the way that prior to mm -hmm. like the we go for evening walks now we've only done it two days so it's not a habit yet who right. knows how many blips we'll have there before we get that sorted and i am definitely complaining through part of it um 
happily yeah, because I'm is. following after my daddy like the little submissive I want to be. So I'm not really complaining, but I'm <laughs> complaining a little bit. Um, and then we come home and it's like, there's an order to which things need to happen. And you are the one setting that pace again. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to hop in the shower and then I'm going to do this. And I'm like, okay, well, when you're done, then that means I can do this. And okay, what happens next? And, and you are kind of setting that agenda in a way right. that you have not in a long time. And then I notice other small things now that we are in this situation where you are, you love to pinch my nipples. Holy fucking shit. And I'm now seeing the error of my ways of going braless. Because <laughs> wearing a bra as I currently am, there's a little bit of padding there. And normally I'm braless because why the fuck would I wear a bra if mm-hmm. I don't have to? And you're like, and you're back to it. Like this morning I came to get my collar put on and you're like, oh, headlights. And then you're like, crabby hands. And I was like, oh my God, I'd forgotten that you like to do that. Like sometimes I am surprised at how quickly things become normal that weren't, that were never normal mm-hmm. before. And you mm-hmm. not doing that became really normal, really fast, apparently. <laughs> and now I'm sort of going through the adjustment or you'll smack my ass as I, I walk by, or you'll like, you have definitely, I was teasing before we started recording anything today and podcast listeners will probably have heard this in the intro where you were making a face at me and I interpreted it as a pout. Look, y'all, in my defense, <laughs> the lower lip of his face was pushed way the fuck out from everything else. That is a classic pout. I should know I have a PhD in pouting. But <laughs> you not only corrected me that that was a grimace, I was like, not a good one. Uh, <laughs> you got to work, work on that, go practice. But you were like, you were insistent and... Re- up until recently, you would have maybe let that go or mm-hmm. we would have just giggled about it. And you were like, you were asserting your authority and your little D dominance over. And I actually, I could feel myself pushing back too hard. I'm like, oh my God, you're going to get yourself in fucking trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Be fucking careful. You're going to get in trouble. You did that the other day. I was not being, last night we were walking. I just made a statement about how I thought this road was not very busy. And then here come all these fucking cars and it's busy. Seven whole cars. In a very short span and no sidewalk. But next thing I hear is, oh, well, if you want to keep going that way, I guess you must want corner time. And I'm like, wait, I'm just playing. I'm just teasing. And it was clear you were not. And I was like, (laughs) oh, fuck, we're back there again. (laughs) And I... I know this has a lot more to do with the fact that certain stressors are lifting. Other stressors have arrived. Just so you know, Mm -hmm. certain stressors are lifting and you are feeling more yourself again. And I am feeling more myself again. My, my previous self, we are always ourselves, but the self I was pre-play and we're getting back into that flow. And I do think that the fact that we are actively working on something together, Mm -hmm. because The only time we've ever both been really good at maintaining weight or maintain, you know, getting, changing the way we eat and all that good stuff is when we've done it together. Because you would, you would, you told me from the beginning you would never go keto and I never asked, Mm -hmm. but you did go low carb and it worked. It worked really well for you. It worked very well for me. Yeah. And then the play kit. And I tried so hard towards the second half of the plague or this past year of the plague, the plague is still with us. Um, and I couldn't 
seem to make it stick on my own. And now here we are Mm -hmm. doing it together. And that's not a power exchange thing, but what is part of our power exchange is when we do things together, we do it very firmly rooted in our roles with each other. And that's not the who decides what or who, you know, who leads this dietary change or weight loss or blah, blah. It's, oh, the other time I knew that one, you were back-ish, and two, um, you were serious about this, these new goals that we have, Mm -hmm. which are just continuations of old goals, let's be clear. You bought your supplement and you went, okay, your your job from now on, I'm going to take it with dinner every night. Your job is to make sure it's ready. Yeah. And I was like, and again, part of me is like, oh, I have a task. And part of me is like, oh, <laughs> oh, fuck, I have a task. That means that's something, and my anxiety kicks in. It's like, that's a thing I could forget. <laughs> and I did forget it on the first time. I didn't actually forget it. I just went, wait, this is a, whole, we don't eat dinner in a normal way on this particular night. Yeah. And it just didn't. So in a way I forgot, but in a way I was like, I think he means Monday. He did not mean Monday. Uh, and then I fell bad. But I do, my anxiety does kick in now in a way because I'm, I'm out of practice. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, will I forget? Yes, by the way. Uh, um, how do I feel about having a new task? Will this new task overwhelm me? Do I want to do this new task? And there's a lot of things going on in my going head. On. Literally in the two seconds after, you're like, hi, baby girl, your new task is to make sure this is ready. Yeah. But now it's kind of... It's another teeny tiny moment to be in that headspace. Like mm-hmm. to the best of my abilities, I try to at least get to a stopping point with work at night so that while you're cooking dinner, I can set the table. And we kind of go back and forth who's feeding the, the fur babies. But like I'm in the kitchen and we're together. And so hmm. the past couple of nights it's been like, I'm gonna put his little supplement right here. <laughs> and I, do I have a swish in my walk when I do it? Yes, yes I do. <laughs> And I think there is a bit of the excitement of feeling like we're doing things that we haven't been doing and that we've actively missed and there's an excitement to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that if anybody else is out there kind of recognizing this pattern, maybe you're not there yet with this particular stressor, but in other stressors, I would, you know, if you're not feeling excited about it, I I think that's worthy of of thinking about and talking about because sometimes it's that you're still not in the right headspace, but also it could Mm -hmm. be that you have grown and changed and these things aren't right for you anymore maybe you need to shift to other things but i've really enjoyed feeling like we're back we're getting back to who we were the tasks are different the expectations are mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. are different because life constantly changes that way right. but it's similar enough that i'm like i remember this feeling uh, <laughs> i like this feeling but i do i will say i really do like working on a goal with you when mm-hmm. we're both invested seemingly equally. Maybe maybe there's a little bit, the investment is equal but different, like what we're trying to get out of it. Um, and, I, and I am seeing, it's weird. I see it easier with our health than with our business. We have the same business goals and we are working on our oh, business yeah. goals together. But it's not been as energizing. No, as, as it has been with you're gonna walk around, yeah. you're gonna get back to the way you know you need to eat, and blah blah blah. blah. And you're gonna, and you know it's weird. We know that ideally the our weight will change it, and our body will change, but actually mm-hmm. we're, our markers are the numbers for blood tests. Like I'm considering at the three month mark when you have to go get your blood work done, mm-hmm. if we can afford it, I might 
get my blood work done too. I think at like LabQuest is like a hundred dollars or something. And just to check my markers at the three month mark. Cause I yeah. won't get mine checked by the doctor's lab for another, for another year. Yeah. But it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's hitting different with this particular goal than with like goals well, for the kinkery. And I don't know why that is. Here's, but. here, I'll, 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 here's, here's why it's a little more exciting. Um, in the past year, you know, when we moved to our new city and then we started working on the plan from there to move forward with buying a home, mm-hmm. between that and, and what we do for work, pretty much encompassed everything. And over the past year of the pandemic, I think while I did not throw myself into work the way you did, mm-hmm. that was that more than anything was my focus as well. Mm-hmm. Between the podcast, between videos, between you know the the kinkery and that, and it felt to me like our personal kind of dropped below our work. Oh, for sure. I would agree with that. And I think what hits me and I like about this is this is not work-related. It's personal. Mm-hmm. It's actually the... We haven't even talked about work on our walks yet. No. And I've been hesitant to bring it up. I'm like, this is a really nice and it's pleasant kind of, And it's kind of nice to not talk. talk. No. Work. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I did bring up today's topic because I was thinking about well, it because we yeah. had we'd had a moment where mm-hmm. I'd been like, "Oh my god, that was so DSC. I'm here yeah. for it." And I was like, "Okay, let's." But no, we're not talking about you know plans for products or plans for promotions. Like we're mm-hmm. and, and I have had that moment because we do tend to do that. We do tend to slip into work mode when right. there's a little bit of downtime. And I I had the thought of I don't I don't think I want to. I feel like that would ruin this. It wouldn't ruin anything, but it would it would be jarring in this moment where we're just we're actually just breathing together and we're moving our bodies in yeah. a non sexual yeah. way together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and someone mentioned about you know how we can walk in the heat in in the uh, live chat. Later like, yeah, in the day. yeah. It it's it's not the optimum time of year to start walking. I did find that ironic. Like yeah. we could have been done this in February. And right. Been very right. pleasant. Um, we're. We did not. Uh, beginning of May, we're already in the low 90s during the day. I'm taking two showers a day now, y'all. Yeah. Um, we, we have been walking at dusk, mm-hmm. and we are lucky enough to have what I have been calling the country lane, <laughs> uh, which is very much shaded. Yeah, I mean it's it's hot. It's gonna get worse yeah. by July. Mm-hmm. There might be a there might be a blip in this plant by yeah. <laughs> the time well, the weather gets really hot. But I I told you if you you know and I don't I'll, I will. So here's this and this I pushed back because I was so, so you very kindly went if there's a day you're too sore you're too this you can't mm-hmm. walk you can skip out and I went don't do that don't give me that kind of permission and power because I know who I am. I'm a, I'm a big baby when it comes to any physical movement. I'm an indoor cat, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an indoor cat who likes the shade. I don't want to sleep yeah. in a sun patch. So I was like, actually, I want I want you to push me 
And I will take responsibility for speaking up mm-hmm. when I'm like, it's it's painful. There's something going on, but please don't give me that permission. Please stay in charge of this. You're also in charge because again, well, our whole- I, I know enough that, you know, you used to do, you know, like 5K runs and mm-hmm. stuff and, and you love that. I also know that you now don't because you have problems with your knee. Yes. All right. So I know that that is a concern. Right. Now, if you were to tell me, Daddy, I don't want to go to walking tonight because I just don't feel it. <laughs> oh, no, you would be going walking. <laughs> you know, if, if you were hobbling around the house because your knee was bothering you, no, you're staying home and sitting it out. I know, but I also know me. I could be like, well, is that really a twinge of pain or do I just not want to work out? I know, who, I know who I am, but you know, our, uh, the, the achieving the goal has gone all power exchange. You just didn't. Okay. So the walking, this is a good thing. Cause I am an indecisive person on certain things, not a lot of things, but on certain things. And I get anxious about it. And I, and you know this about me. So I don't plan which direction we're walking. You do. But mm-hmm. what that means is sometimes the sadist takes over <laughs> and we're like walking for fucking ever. The first day of walking, I was like, okay. And it ended up being about a mile and a half. We tracked it after the fact. I was like, okay, it's a mile and a half. That was more than we've done in a year, but okay, that's not bad. And the second day was almost two miles. And I thought we we were walking and we were walking and we were walking. (laughs) And I was like, you like this, don't you? You like this. This is awful. You like this, don't you? And and I know you didn't like it. You were tired too. But also I think you liked the fact that I was miserable. (laughs) So the masochist in me is like, huh? It's so nice to see you, my sadist. <laughs> the baby girl in me is like, oh, I don't like this. But I legitimately enjoy that push and pull between the different sides of myself, yeah. especially my kink self, because it kind of reminds me I'm constantly actively making the choice. When there yeah. is that push and pull between, can I do this? I don't know. It makes me nervous because I haven't done this in so long. And then I still willingly do it. It's one, it's like accepting a challenge. And two, it it's just a, it's a, a reminder that this is a choice I make. But then the inner mo- mon- dialogue between the masochist and the baby girl can be, a, it's a little, it's a little annoying. It's a little bit like the devil and the angel on your shoulder, but mm-hmm. it's also kind of fun because it's like, it lets me have a moment to just sort of swim in that part of who I am that yeah. the outside world does not usually allow me to do. The mom life does not allow me to do that. The lady at the grocery store just trying to buy some fucking milk. Like I don't get to do that as that person, but on a walk in the middle of wherever, I'm like, I hate this, but also, huh, I see what he did there. He took the challenging route because he could. And podcasters, you cannot see his face, but. Folks on YouTube can see the evil glint in his eye. And I just want to know where that evil glint has been. Like you, it's, I, and I also want you to know I'm both glad to see the evil glint back and terrified. <laughs> Which is, I think, you know, my perspective as a masochist, that's, that's the masochist life. Uh, <laughs> I am happy to see it. And also I'm scared. Um, and so, we don't have, there's like, there's no solutions here. First of all, Mm-mm. we're less than a week into any of this. I know, because I know how life goes, that we're on a high right now of feeling really good about the reconnection, feeling really yeah. good about having this common goal that should have been there all along, but it wasn't because it's a plague. 
and we're happy to be working towards this. We are not happy about the way things came about. We don't, we're certainly not excited or impressed with that particular doctor mm -hmm. things, but we have a renewed sense of purpose together and we are finding ourselves again in a way we could not at the height of that particular stressor. And I just, you know, the, the example is the plague, but I'm positive. I'm truly positive. We went through something similar after your sister died, after mm -hmm. my family stuff. We have some other potential stressors on coming at us very quickly. It is much like facing down a Mack truck. Thanks. <laughs> I'm trying, trying not to, to think about it. Um, and we might have to go through this again, that this excitement we're feeling now might we'll have some twists and turns and there'll be moments, you know, nothing is linear. Nothing is a straight mm -hmm. line. It's all a messy swirl. And right now we're talking about it while we're, it's new and shiny. And I would almost equate it sort of to a light sub frenzy. Like there's a frenzy feeling to look at us doing this thing together. And it is so nice. It's like, it's so nice to see you again. Is kind <laughs> of that feeling. Um, and I don't know what'll happen after this, but I did want to talk about it to hopefully for, for those still in the, the depths of whatever their stressor is, plague related or not, that hopefully there is light at the end of that tunnel. And that mm -hmm. um, I wanted an example of why we think teamwork and goals and yeah. all that and communication, of course, is so important to power exchange that it's not just about the goal of, and the teamwork of, we want to do this kink thing. Sometimes it's the, the goal of live life together, live life as it's mm -hmm. in this relationship and and make it a, a good one for everybody involved. Um, and that it can be in the really mundane places. And just also as a reminder that sometimes you find your kink self in the most mundane places. Yeah. Like, yes, would I like to be bent over the bed and have you Flog me until your arm is tired. Of course the fuck I would, but you know what I'll take? I'll take getting threatened with quarter time because I was a little too mouthy while I counted cars out loud to prove that there were cars going down this road and I, there's no sidewalk here, okay? And also I'm tired and hot. Wham. <laughs> exactly. Wham. Fucking wham. Exactly. Do y'all... I need to know, is anybody noticing the energy that he's given off for the first time in a while? Because it, it feels, it's refreshing because I don't feel like I have basked in whatever the fuck that just was in a while. Mm. So I know that this is not um, applicable to everybody. Right. Um, and I know that, however, if you were starting to come out of the plague-induced stress a little bit, um, what brings you out or gives you hope will be, probably be vastly different. And I think that's okay, too. We are not saying everybody needs to go out and start, like, working on their weight and going to a doctor and any of that stuff. No, 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 uh, no. no. <laughs> I, you know, we are also I, not saying everybody should be coming out of their plague-induced stress right now. We mm -hmm. just happen to be because of these catalysts. Right. And, and I just want to reiterate what, what Kayla said up front, you know, um, if, if you need medication for a particular mm -hmm. thing, you know, please, by all means, take your medication. Please. I am not anti-medication. Um, what I want to try and do is see if this can be managed with lifestyle change. And if it can't, then that's what and, medication and, for. And if it can't, 
then then I will take what needs to be done. But if it can be done another way, I want to try that first. And that's that's what I'm trying. And um, frankly, I'm not used to a doctor that doesn't offer that first. Like, yeah. It's not like, let's avoid the medications if we can. Mm-hmm. How about... Yeah, so. um, just to kind of show, I am, since the beginning of the week, two cups of coffee a day. Y'all, he was, at a certain point, there were four cups of coffee a day. Yeah. And also, when was the last time you had a mocha latte or a mocha, iced mocha? Last Friday. Mm, I'm, I'm very proud of you. Now, the question I have is, do you feel deprived from it, or do you feel okay with that choice? I, I feel okay about it, mm-hmm. um, because... You know, here again, what I did prior to this when I was when when we were on that eating program, um, I allowed myself when we went out for our nightly coffee to have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we're not doing full deprivation around here. That's not sustainable for us. You know, but so. the fact that I had been for a while there. Um, through 2020, I was doing two, sometimes more a day. Yeah. Mocha, you know, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, you know. That's what was so frustrating about your, your lack of conversation with the doctor. Cause it's like with a five minute conversation, you could have been like, let me, let me tell you how I've survived 2020 yeah. and 2021. <laughs> and he probably would have been like, well, okay. Uh, I can see what you need to stop doing right away. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, you know. I, I am going to do my damnness to, to bring about these these lifestyle changes. and Mostly because you want to rub those new numbers in that doctor's face. Um, and yeah, I want to be there when he does. It, uh, it, it, it may be a bit petty, but, um, but yeah. Yeah. But, I, it's okay to be driven a little bit by pettiness for a short know, amount of time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I just kind of want to show him that you know let him know he doesn't really know who he's who he's dealing oh god i I love this i can't call you sassy like that's not the right word but that's the word that came to mind my sassy jb yes like fuck you and the horse you rode in on i'm gonna show you something i have not seen this part of you, like one prior to the plague, you, there wasn't a lot going on that you needed to kind of have this. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time since I've seen it. But also, yeah. it's like another indicator that for everything else coming at us very quickly right now, you are on the other side of some of this. Yeah. And it's like, I. I'm going to be cheesy, but literally my heart swells. Like, I, I know how the Grinch felt when his heart grew three sizes that day because it's like, I get, it's almost, it's almost like compersion. It's not because we're not talking about another partner, but it's that same kind of feeling. Like, I am just overjoyed to see you feeling and being more of who you are mm-hmm. in, in non-plague times. This this moment in history <laughs> fucked has fucked with all of us, but I've had the front row uh, kind of, yeah, to yeah. watch what it's done to you. Mm-hmm. And being the submissive that I am, I know that what I did also was ignored what it was doing to me. I'm sure it's done some stuff to me. Uh, so, but yeah. so yeah, I, I, that makes, and see what's funny is to see you coming back into yourself. Mm-hmm. 
makes me want to make sure we keep this going because what I want to do is like try and capture this essence of who you are again so you can't lose it again even though life being what it is something stressful will happen at some point in the future and mm-hmm. we'll go through something like this again that's just the way of things yeah but that's also why I think it's worth celebrating and talking about and and enjoying when you're coming on the upswing mm-hmm. you know, you've had the the ebb and now we've got the flow kind of yeah. thing going and yeah. I so That's you know, exciting. we we will see what we shall see. Um, when I when I refused the medication and told him I want to look into other options first, um, he said, you know, three months. I want to do blood work again. That's what I'm saying. That's why. And three months yeah. is a, a short enough period of time that that doesn't feel like overwhelming. There is something overwhelming when you're thinking about health changes and mm-hmm. life. Style changes, you're like, for the rest of my life. Like, that sounds forever. <laughs> Three months doesn't sound like yeah. forever. And that actually is a good marker because if what we're doing that we think will work doesn't mm. work, I'd rather know that three months yeah. in. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, there's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've helped in any way. I, if, if nothing else, just, I like to give people hope. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love to give because I am underneath and, all my crustiness. I'm an eternal optimist. True. And so if all we did was give you a little hope, great. But if we gave you more than that, even better, because I would. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do these episodes. And, and again, that's healthy. something that's going to be different for everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, what for those anybody who who's kind of been feeling the the pandemic slump, you know, what whatever pops you out of it, it it's going to be different for all of you for me it was a doctor's visit mm-hmm. you know for me it was just the first shot i yeah. didn't change anything other than i started yeah. making phone calls again i i think for me it i i had kind of a a optimistic view of the of the of the vaccine but an overly optimistic view. overly yeah. yeah um because yeah everybody in the house is not vaccinated no, and we are paying attention to the articles coming out that they're mm-hmm. talking about 12 to 15-year-olds, which helps the oldest. Yeah. Does not help the youngest who does not turn 12 until September. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, okay, can we do some trials on 11-year-olds? That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have been uh, drooling over the Marvel movie lineup through 2023. Oh, yeah. And we intend yeah. for everybody yeah. to be vaccinated, and then we're going our asses to the movie theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so I need to get these kids vaccinated. Yes, but yes, indeed. This is the current stressor. There's stuff mm-hmm. coming up for us that I don't think will be, I hope will not be as all consuming as a plague was, um, but could be. I mean, there's just, we know what we're going through that we're not saying too terribly much about, mostly because we feel weird about that. Um, but so we know, but I feel like talking about this and recognizing it and pointing it out and dissecting it and discussing it and getting really introspective about it might make it easier the next time we go through a stressful cycle to, we can't stop the stress and you can't make yourself just feel away when you're in the middle of something like that, but it might make it easier to talk about. Mm -hmm. And it might give us hope that, okay, we just have to kind of get through this moment and there will be another side and we'll be able to remind ourselves of that because we've had this moment. So what I would say for, for anybody in the midst of their own stressors right now, then maybe you're not ready to come out of it, or maybe you are starting to come out of it in your own way, celebrate it. Talk about it. Point it out. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, my recommendation would be don't just shrug it off and act like it's not exist. It's not there and it's, everything's back to normal. It's like really 
focus on it for a little bit because that might help seal the memory of it for you when you go back through this again. Like, yeah. the, yes, COVID is a massive thing. We're global, like everybody's impacted in some way. And that's different than your day-to-day -day personal life stressors. But the way we tend to react under stress tends to be pretty, you know, the similar from situation to situation. So if we can, if we can take any lessons from this, let that be how you're coming out of it. And, and when you start coming out of it, you know, let that be part of what you learn for the future when you have to go through this again. Mm -hmm. Mostly because I'm not good with having an episode where I don't, there's not a lesson for somebody else. I feel very navel gazy with this one, but here we are. So all yeah. of that, we've talked for fucking ever. Mm -hmm. uh, we will do a bonus section because yes. of course we will. Uh, I will probably bitch about some other things. Yeah. <laughs> we will get off of this As for one a while. does. Um, so yeah, that that's it for us this week. And yeah. now we can do the bonus section. Are we good? I don't know. <laughs> Keep, Keep it kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Toddy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? No. Because oh. I have something to say first. Okay. Um, I was back in the, the chat earlier. Someone asked if Lola was going on the walks with us. <laughs> and um, Kayla, sitting next to me, asked me the same question. Um, and the answer is a resounding no. Lola is not going on the walks with us. Um, I love Lola to death. L Lola is... Um, She's your heart. She, she, yeah, she, she is my heart next to this one. And walking with Lola, one, she has a bad leg. Yeah. From, so where, from where she was shot. Um, and then had surgery to correct and, it. And had surgery to correct it. Um so, you know, no, she, um, plus her, Lola's idea of a walk is she'll walk 10 feet and she'll stop to sniff. She'll walk another 10 feet and she'll stare down the squirrel in the yard. And then she'll chase the squirrel. Yeah. Or then, you know, she'll walk 10 feet and, and find a, um, a, a clump of, of bushes where she'll stare and look for, for lizards. Oh, she loves to look for lizards. Yeah. So, you know. No. Or she'll have a salad and eat the weed. And, or she'll, yeah. So Lola is not, is not a steady walker. God bless her. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm, I do manage to keep her. If, if it's just me sometimes when I take her out, I manage to kind of keep her, um, but no, for, for the type of walking we're doing to kind of, you know, um, you know, get some cardio, get the exercise. No, Lola is not, um, she still gets her own walk. Oh, she so. still gets her own walks. Yeah. yeah. Which we've yeah. got to probably rethink that because our current time for walking her is high fucking noon. Yeah. And it's hot. And we're not even in the depths of Florida summer yet, and it's hot. So, and it's mm -hmm. hot. We've actually made shorter walks with her because it's hard for her too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she's like halfway through the walk and she's panting, like mm -hmm. just, she slows way down. So we've got to just reconfigure our schedule. I would right. like. I wish I could take her out on my own because I have freedom of schedule. I could do a seven thirty a.m. walk and no right. big deal. 
But when she pulls on me, I don't currently have the strength or the ability to pull back in the way I sometimes need to. Mm -hmm. And I know that that means she just probably needs some more leash training. Yeah. We just, we're not there yet. We're just, we're just making it day by day. Just, ugh. So, yeah, she, um, I, I did, because I have this vision of her being the type of dog that would just walk next to us or behind us and just keep up, and she is not that dog. No, she is not. She's not that dog. <laughs> she is not. And and they they even told us that at the uh, rescue that we adopted her from. Sure. Um, she said, you know, she does, she does walk. But she gets easily distracted. <laughs> and she's more of a, a couch dog. Yeah. Than anything. And uh, I like that because mm-hmm. I too am she, a, she, would be a couch dog. You know, dog with, it, with it getting warm now, um, decided this week not to um, open the drapes or the curtains in the uh, office. Yeah, because this is now the hottest the, room in the house during the, the summer. The sun at a certain point in the morning comes in through the window. So decided not to do it. Well, Lola... Um, was upset by that uh, because there was this one window where when the curtain was open threw a nice patch of sun on the on the carpet and she liked to lay there so I actually did go ahead and open it for a while for her to <laughs> lay there in the sun <laughs> yeah hey V if uh, we have seen a couple things come through and yeah. I did respond to you on Twitter if you would email us yeah, that please, would be easier please, please yeah. email it would be much much easier V thank uh-huh. you Oh, and for podcast listeners, there was a, a question in the live yeah. <laughs> chat. Yeah. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so let's see. What else? Uh, I'd be right back. I almost said Karen has her Onyx meow. No. Yeah. Onyx has her Karen meow back fully. Yes. She yes, was annoyed yes, yes. by something in the bedroom today. And mm-hmm. you can just hear it across the house. She wants to speak to our manager, but sucks yeah. for her. We are the managers. Um, <laughs> Ella's still kind of a, a bitch, but we love her. Like, it, thank God she's pretty because she is kind of a bitch. But you, she also lets you cuddle her. So, like, Onyx lets us pet her, JB and myself, nobody else, and, like, aggressively lets us pet her. But she won't let us pick her up and cuddle her. But Ella... Doesn't really want to be petted, but she is fine with being picked up and cuddled and sometimes being carried around. Um, And so I'll go to Onyx and pet her and get my loving in there and desperately want to cuddle her, but she is not having it. And then I'll go get my fix with Ella when she's not being awful and um, pick her up and walk her around and snuggle her. And then, you know, spend hours spitting out cat hair from my nose and my mouth. But um, so, yeah. Um, and in, if anybody is like, did JP get distracted a couple times in this episode? Yes, because he was staring lovingly over at Lola, who is living her best life on the love scene. <laughs> uh, she takes up the entire length of it and she keeps rolling over onto her back and splaying out all her limbs. There she goes. Mm-hmm. And her head's back and she opens her mouth all wide and she's all just comfy and relaxed. <laughs> and JB can't help but look at her with all the love in his heart when she does that. <laughs> I also need to tell on you. Uh-oh. What you're doing is actually a good thing, but it's also hilarious to me. So, JB has gone all in on being a pity daddy. He's it's fine with Lola the pity. Or if we ever get another dog, probably be a pity. I'm fine with all of that. And 
the the rescue we got her from we certainly want to help support yes so we have purchased t-shirts that they did for a uh, fundraiser. fundraiser we keep wearing them on the same day when we leave the house and so <laughs> yes. keeping that couple that dresses alike uh, we <laughs> do it on other days without it being the same shirt and it's just mortifying now um we there's a thing you can do through amazon called smile.amazon where you can designate a portion of your purchases to go to a charity or a charitable organization, a nonprofit mm-hmm. of your choice. It used to be attached to uh, the kids' school. Now it is attached to the Smile Amazon. Well, they're thing. old school from the They're old school, right. Before we moved. Because that was a teeny tiny little charter school. Yeah. And I was happy to help because I was not going to go sell popcorn or cookies or whatever. So um, now it is attached to the, the rescue the, uh, the Pitbull Rescue, um, so they get a portion of our purchases, and God knows we make a lot of purchases. Mm. Um, and now you've got, we used to do this with the rescue we got Saki from. Now it's been switched over to the rescue we got Lola from. There's a, an app you do where... When you walk. For every, like, mile you walk, right, They yeah. there's a, an amount donated to the rescue. So you are literally doing every single thing you can to help this rescue, and I think it's yeah. wonderful. I also am, uh, I've got questions. It seems there's a, there's a little light, non-threatening, not awful obsession going on. And I said, <laughs> what I feel like the, the progression of this is going to be, you are going to do every single thing that comes your way that you can do to support this rescue, either direct purchase or like, you know, these kinds of ways where it's donations and stuff. And the moment you hit a point where there's literally nothing left for you to do, you're either going to become a foster or we're going to adopt again. I just, I see this progression happening. (laughs) He is all in on this rescue, which is Mm -hmm. a wonderful thing. I'm not mocking that, but I am, I'm finding it mildly amusing that every time he's like, yeah, I'm using this thing. It it benefits the rescue. Oh yeah, I'm doing this thing. (laughs) It benefits the rescue. I would like to buy this shirt. It benefits the rescue. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a thing. That's Everybody's become got a thing. that's become my thing. That's your thing. And I don't I really don't mind. I wish we could handle a little bit more chaos right now. Yeah, uh, I no. would I would be willing to take on fostering, I think. Yeah, and and but we we just we can't right now. So, yeah, I I I think um Definitely fostering at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, no, we're we're just getting out of the chaos with yeah. the animals, and there there is still a little bit of uh, chaos that happens on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's further and fewer between, thankfully. Um, the the cats have a grudging accord <laughs> to, uh, to to some things. Um, I think Lola has slowly come to realize that the cats are never going to want to play with her. Yeah. That, quite frankly, that would be my impetus to maybe foster a dog or get a second dog. Yeah. Because I do worry that Lola's a little lonely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because every, every you know, um, Lola was in, in the rescue for, for quite a while. Several months. Several months. And she was at several fosters in that time. And she... Every foster she was in, there were multiple animals, multiple dogs. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, I, 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 and then the rescue because we follow the rescue. You follow them on Facebook. I follow them on Instagram. Oh, uh, I follow them Facebook and Instagram. Oh goodness, of course you do. Yeah. And they just rescued like nine pity puppies. Yeah. 
I think we both had grabby hands at the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. But I, um, I'm not at a point right now I can handle it. No, puppy. we're 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 not. <laughs> no, I no. Puppy. We thought about it. We really thought about it. Oh yeah. It. We we you know we we saw it was an option, mm-hmm. and it was a very tempting. We spent option. a few days thinking um, about it. I I had done. I started doing some research as I do. Thank God. Um, you know, going kind of going down the rabbit hole, looking at different different things with it, and and it was very tempting. But in the end, at this point in time, I I think it's um, you know. It's not, right Best, it, right it's not right for us at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So those are the fur babies. Mm-hmm. The human babies are good. They would yeah. not appreciate being referred to as babies at all. No. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we're, mm, parenting is mm, it's an <laughs> adventure. Mm. Uh, every time I think I know something. I know nothing. Yeah, have right. To learn it all over again. Um, let's Truth. see. I get to go for a diagnostic mammogram next week. You do. There's there's several things. One, that's it's not uncommon to not get a good picture the first time. Two, I have had my vaccine, so that could have messed up the readings. That's a thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, three. I could have, what did they say, fibrous? Was fibrous the word somebody used? I was like, fibrous boobs? Shouldn't they be firmer? (laughs) (laughs) So that's my next medical thing to potentially deal with. Yeah. Um, We are doing more things with the kinkery because Mm -hmm. I apparently have more time on my hands. My biggest client cut their budget by 50%. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's a loss of money, but that's a gain in time. We're gonna do something with it. Yep. So I have we um we have a, a rainbow of unicorn spit, which are if you're not familiar, it's a stain that you can use on all kinds of materials. A colored we, stain. It's a colored stain that you can use on all kinds of things. We're using it on wood, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna be a shop elf tomorrow morning and make some pretty colored oh, that's tomorrow. I thought Friday. I want Friday to be the resin because you. Ah, I have to do that with you. I can't okay. do resin by myself yet. That's true. And ooh, I'll give y'all a little sneak peek. Um, it, patrons will get to see this when we start playing with it, but I'll tell y'all now because it's the bonus section. If you're still here, you are devoted cricket. Okay? <laughs> so we're gonna be doing things with resin. Would you like me to grab? Uh no, I can stay oh, there. It's okay. fine. I, Oh, I thought you said Oh, 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 okay. Patrons will get to see pictures. Gotcha, There's gotcha. There's got to be perks to being a patron, okay? But I'm going to okay. tell y'all now, because you're clearly devoted. Um, So we're, we've are we been talking about how we're going to play with resin, and we've got, like, pretend paddle ideas, and we have mm-hmm. slapstick ideas, and we have, like, hitty thing ideas. But I was like, I like small little things, too. And I found a resin mold set, pre-made, of keychain sets. And they're selling them very vanilla. Like, these are perfect mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. These are perfect for best friends. Mm-mm. It's locks and keys. It's puzzle pieces and hearts. And it's, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. we can kinkify a thing that's, you don't have to do anything special to kinkify it. Right. And so we're going to play with resin and we're and we're going to make little keychain sets for couples who are like, here's the key and here's the lock. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm so excited. Yep. I'm so excited. So, yes, if you are, happen to be a member of our Patreon, you'll get to see the pictures first once we start playing. That's what I want to do Friday. Okay. Is make some of those. 
But yeah, I'm telling you, we've got that coming. I'm so excited. So mm-hmm. if if I'm gonna have like my business get impacted in in some way, I'm gonna pick that shit up and do something else because I work through stress, as I said before. <laughs> And we're going to make some fun shit. Mm-hmm. It's going to be colorful. And also, and on my to-do list this week is to print planner stickers for the kinkery that I've been promising for a month. And those are coming, too. There you go. There you <laughs> go. So. I need to. <sighs> yes, please turn the fan on. And that background hum is now us not melting anymore. Yep. Um, so. We probably need to. We do have to stop yeah. talking eventually. I'm, I'm going to have to start chasing kids here shortly. I should probably so. get a bite to eat. Yeah. That would probably be a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, thank y'all for mm-hmm. being here. I, I really hope today's episode, even in, in a, uh, a f- like, Aesop's Fable kind of way, yeah. in some way. Um, yeah. So, we've, we've got, there's always stuff going on for everybody. That's just the mm-hmm. nature of life. We're coming out of one major stressor, walking into another one. But we're doing, what I like is that we're doing it together. That makes me feel more normal. Yeah. That makes me feel like, like the before times. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I, and that is a part of the before times I desperately w- would want mm-hmm. back. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. We're going to go now because mm-hmm. we've talked for an hour and a fucking half. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for being here thanks with us. Thanks for listening. Um, we will. We'll be back soon. Yeah. I think for YouTube folks, we are, I think, slowly getting back to our upload schedule, which is a short video on Mondays and a the mm-hmm. longer stream on Wednesdays. And for podcast listeners, you get the short episode on Tuesdays and mm-hmm. this long episode on Fridays. And so, ta-da. Um, <laughs> yeah, we figured shorter episodes are good because, like, it's an investment to come hang out with us for an hour, hour and a half. We, we recognize new people might not want to do that. Yeah. A 10 minute teaser. If you, you mm-hmm. know, within 10 minutes, <laughs> if yeah. we're your people or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're, we're, we're able to do more of that and we're excited and happy to be doing more of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm still, uh, thinking about contemplating a separate channel just for the kinkery. Just, just saying, just saying, mm-hmm. we're thinking about it. Yep. With all that said, we're going to go. We love you guys. Thank you for being here. Bye. Bye.